Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 40, how to keep audacity from crashing. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel J. Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle on Twitter and host of several other podcasts on the Noodle Mix Network. I'm excited for many reasons, and one of those primarily right now is that I am now officially, totally, completely, full-time self-employed, and man, that scares the crap out of me too. (laughs) <laughs> but if you're if you've been in that situation too then I'm sure you can probably sympathize and probably have great experience and uh, wisdom that you can share feel free to send that to me by the way feedback at noodle.mx I watch Twitter for whenever someone is talking about audacity and I like to reach out to people and help them with their issues of audacity or if they have a problem try and help fix it for them or if they're just wondering about audacity i try to give them some tips i want to be helpful on twitter that's part of my brand with the audacity to podcast is helping people with audacity and helping people with podcasting and i see a lot of things go on on twitter a lot of people tend to say some of the same things and run into the same basic problems as well and so i i end up helping them with that but I often don't have a single page or podcast episode that I can refer them to for where they can get some tips, more information on getting their problems solved. That's what this episode is going to be because we've probably all faced a crash in some computer program before. In fact, if you use computers, you've had something crash on you before, even on Macs, even Macs crash. So no matter what you've done, you've probably had something crash on you before. And Audacity has a reputation sometimes as not being very stable. And I see many people on Twitter saying that Audacity crashed and they lost their whole podcast episode or Audacity crashed and they can't, uh, they can't figure out why people would use this program or it does, it's not working, it's slow or all of this stuff. There are some basic things that you can do that will help you prevent audacity from crashing. So here are 11 things that you can do to keep audacity from crashing. And there will be a bonus at the end. Number one, use the latest versions. Right now, this means the beta I've seen so many people on Twitter say, Audacity's crashing, Audacity's so unstable, it doesn't work for me, it doesn't work on my computer. And I'll tweet to them and I'll ask them, one of the first questions I often ask is, what version are you using and what operating system do you have? Most of the time, the answer I get back is they'll say, oh, the latest version, 1.2 point something and running on Windows 7 or Windows Vista or the latest versions of OS 10. That's a problem because Audacity 1.2 doesn't work with Windows Vista or Windows 7 or the latest versions of OS 10. It's not designed for those things. 
That's what Audacity 1.3 was designed to do. And only the latest version, 1.3.13, is finally saying it's officially the, or it's the official version for Vista, Windows 7, and for latest versions of OS 10. So the top thing that you need to do is make sure that you're using the newest version. The newest version has so many improvements. I've mentioned previously just the improvements between 1.3.12 and 1.3.13, but the differences between 1.3 and 1.2 are huge, and a lot of them are really great workflow issues and interactivity and features and functionality, but also, most importantly, the stability and the support for the newer operating systems. Now, I can't really speak to Linux because I've not worked with Audacity on Linux, but the latest version should support the newer Linux builds too, and all hundreds of those guys. So use the latest versions, meaning the beta. Number two, have the latest drivers. This gets a little technical, but here's how to explain it. When you're recording straight into Audacity or playing audio from Audacity, you're relying on Audacity to properly communicate with your audio hardware. It does this through software that's called the drivers. This is how your computer communicates with hardware, are through drivers. So if you don't have the latest version of your drivers, especially your sound card drivers, then Audacity might have some communication problems between itself and your hardware. A little bonus here is when you're in Audacity and playing back audio or recording audio, make sure you have the right device selected or else you might run into problems there. Small little tip, similar thing. But have the latest drivers and then that can help prevent some of these crashes because Audacity will be communicating properly with the hardware. Number one, use the latest versions. Number two, have the latest drivers. Number three, don't have many other programs running. I used to record into Audacity very successfully for quite a while, despite how many people will say, never, ever, 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 ever record into your computer, ever. I did, and I never had problems until one day I did something stupid. Now, if I hadn't done something stupid, then I wouldn't have had these problems. Here's what happened. I was doing a, a Skype call and loaded up my other Mac, a Mac Mini, to handle the Skype call, and it runs into my mixer, and it was going to go back into my main computer, which at that time was an old Alienware computer. At that time, it was three years old. It was designed for Windows XP, and it was running Windows 7. And on top of that, I had a remote control program or called a VNC, virtual network client program, running so I could control the Mac Mini that was running my Skype call. I forgot to shut down that program because also I was going to use it to play a couple sound bites from some videos that were going to be in the podcast, Are You Just Watching? And... I forgot that I had this running. And so when it was running, it was using a lot of my computer's resources, which meant Audacity didn't have much to work with. So while I was recording Audacity, as long as that remote control program was running, 
it was messing up my audio that I kept getting this throughout my entire audio. And I tried all sorts of things. I even tried Adobe Audition to see if I could fix that problem. I could not fix it, but it did shut down as soon as I closed the remote control program. I didn't catch this until afterward. And I realized, oh, the first 10 minutes of this podcast are completely ruined. I can't do anything with it. So I had to contact my co-host and ask if we could do that over again so that I could get those first 10 minutes or so of it re-recorded and stick that in there. And thankfully, it was easy enough to do that. But that was my mistake as I was doing something stupid. I was running the newest operating system on an old computer and I was doing some very processor intense programs on that computer at the same time as I was recording into Audacity, which can be pretty intense sometimes too. So don't have many other programs running. Look for things that are hogging your system. Have as few programs running as possible, especially any programs that are very intensive on your system and demand a lot of resources, like my remote control program demanded a lot of resources, more than my computer could give and have anything left over for Audacity. So how to keep Audacity from crashing. Number one, use the latest versions. Number two, have the latest drivers. Number three, don't have many other programs running. And number four, have plenty of RAM. RAM stands for random access memory, and it's often often called simply memory. This is what allows your computer to handle more than one thing at a time or multiple things at a time. So if you have very little RAM, your computer can't do much at the same time. It can't multitask very well. If you have a lot of RAM, your computer can multitask better. Keep this in mind. You may have a 55 megabyte MP3 that is an hour long. Bring that into Audacity and Audacity decompresses it because an MP3 is a compressed audio format. It's using MPEG layer 3 format, MPEG 1 layer 3 format for your audio. So it's a compressed format. So Audacity has to decompress it. Actually, every program has to decompress an MP3 in order to play it. And when Audacity decompresses it, it decompresses it into essentially a WAV file, an uncompressed file, which can be 500 megabytes for a stereo one hour long recording. So if you're working with a two hour long recording and you bring it into Audacity, And if you have extra sound effects or extra tracks in there, then you're easily working with one gigabyte or more of data in a single project. And if you only have a couple gigabytes of RAM or less, then you're going to run out of RAM, my friend. And Audacity won't have the resources it needs to in order to be able to do things. And it's not just running multiple programs at the same time. But it's just being able to do things on your computer and handle all of that stuff because it has to load that file and all of the files you use in your project, it has to load that into memory. Now, GarageBand is terrible with memory management, sort of. In the sense, GarageBand, I haven't had crash when I've run out of memory. But GarageBand has told me things like, there isn't enough memory to play this track, so sorry, we're going to play this song or this file without this track. 
That's really frustrating when GarageBand does that to me. Most modern computers probably have enough RAM, but just make sure that you have enough, at least two gigabytes if you're editing something like podcast length. So number one, use the latest versions, meaning the beta. Number two, have the latest drivers. Number three, don't have many other programs running. Number four, have plenty of RAM. And number five, don't get impatient. Maybe this is a, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, passive aggressive or I don't know, something where when you tell Audacity to do something and it's taking it a while, have you ever done this? You just start clicking around, clicking different things, clicking in the menus. Just like, it's kind of like finding a bear and you see it's sleeping, but you're poking it just to make sure it's still alive. Okay, where's the logic in that? If Audacity is processing something, don't start poking around impatiently trying to see if Audacity is still alive, unless it's been sitting there for hours and it hasn't done anything. But let it do its thing. If, especially if it's running a process or effect on your entire file, let it do it. Don't get impatient. Yes, you can do some other things. Like if your web browser is already open and it's not flooded with tabs like my mom does, then sure, you can browse the web, but don't launch other programs and don't try and do a whole lot of other stuff while Audacity is running its process. Be patient, especially don't click around inside of Audacity while it's running something. So number one, Use the latest versions. Number two, have the latest drivers. Number three, don't have many other programs running. Number four, have plenty of RAM. Number five, don't get impatient. And number six, potentially reference waves instead of embedding. Now, I can't verify this for certain. This is pretty much just a theory, but so far it's worked great for me. And I wonder if this is the reason why. So this is really questionable whether this really works. In fact, I'm not going to call this number six. I'm going to call this 5.5 a half tip here because I can't guarantee that this helps at all. It might even be hurting some people. But here it is. When you bring an audio file into Audacity, there are two options if your audio file is already compressed. So if you're taking a WAV file and bringing it into Audacity, you can have the option to reference that file or just link to it from Audacity rather than embed it in your Audacity project. If you embed it, it copies that entire audio file and puts it into your Audacity project folder. If you just link or reference the file, then Audacity looks out to where that file is. That's the way I do it, is I have my waves that are recorded from my Zoom H4n. I bring those into Audacity. I have them all in a project folder, and I bring them into Audacity, and I let them reference those WAV files. If I do basic edits in Audacity, like cut, copy, paste, anything like that, moving things back and forth, those WAV files aren't changed, and the Audacity project still stays nice and small as well with the addition of those WAV files separately. Now, if, though, I make advanced edits or advanced processes to the file, the audio, 
then Audacity has to embed the audio into itself, into the project, so that it can process it. That's when it breaks that reference to those external files. It still won't change those external files. It changes the stuff that's in its own project. So if you notice that you suddenly lose hard drive space, a gigabyte of space, when you're doing this linking method and you run something, some kind of filter or effect on your audio, this is why it's copying it into your project. So number one, use the latest versions. Number two, have the latest drivers. Number three, don't have many other programs running. Number four, have plenty of RAM. Number five, don't get patient. Number five and a half, potentially reference waves instead of embedding them. Number six, don't move files. When you work with Audacity, if you're especially if you're using these references or just in general, try not to move your files. Get all your stuff together and then start your Audacity project or put them all in the same folder. Have a folder for each project with all of its sound clips and stuff in there. That will help you with editing and can also potentially prevent crashes because if you move stuff around, Audacity might be looking for a file in one location and doesn't find it there. It doesn't know that you moved that file to a different location. Especially don't split up the a couple different files from each other. And that is point number seven is, I'll just skip the review at the moment. Point number seven, never touch the underscore data folder. When you create an Audacity project, we'll call it like podcast one, it creates a podcast1.aup file. And then it creates another or a folder to go along with that that's called podcast1 underscore data. That folder contains all of the assets to your project. So all of the audio that's been embedded is in that folder. Don't move it. Don't rename it. Don't even breathe on it. Also, don't rename your .aup file. You may think that, well, you can just rename them both and everything be okay. No, it's not going to be okay. Do not go in that folder. If you have problems and have to restore files, I recommend that you restore it to somewhere else because you do not want to mess with that folder. So going back through, number one, use the latest versions, meaning the beta, have the latest drivers. Number three, don't have many other programs running. Four, have plenty of RAM. Five, don't get impatient. Five and a half, potentially reference waves instead of embedding. Six, don't move files. Seven, never touch the underscore data file. Eight, save often. This isn't only just a good practice for anything in general on a computer that in the event of a crash, you'll have something recent to go back to. But it can also prevent crashes because when you save a file, it frequently clears out some of the stuff that it's cached and stored. And especially if you've recorded your podcast straight into Audacity or recorded any kind of audio straight into Audacity, save it and restart Audacity and you may find that it will be much more stable because it's no longer trying to keep all of this stuff in RAM, but it's now saved it to your hard drive and you can work with it from there. 
So one, use the latest versions. Two, have the latest drivers. Three, don't have many other programs running. Four, have plenty of RAM. Five, don't get impatient. Five and a half, potentially reference waves instead of embedding. Six, don't move files. Seven, never touch the data folder. Eight, save often. Nine, dial back your effects. You may not notice this, but sometimes when you run an effect, if you run things at full power, you might run into some problems. I've seen this. It's really weird, and they'll probably fix this eventually, is that on some plugins or filters and effects, if I run it at 100% or whatever the highest number is that it reaches, it won't run. Now, Audacity doesn't crash, but the filter just doesn't run the effect. I keep saying filter because that's a Photoshop Illustrator thing. The effect just doesn't run at the highest values sometimes. So when that happens, try bumping the value back just a percentage, just a tiny bit, a pixel on the slider. Dial back your effects and see how that prevents a crash and potentially even makes the process run a lot faster as well. And finally, number 10, check your plugins. You might have plugins that are designed for older versions of Audacity or a plugin that's designed for Audacity 1.2 and you're on 1.3. Check these things and either update them or remove them if you can live without them. Now, this is just referring to things that you've added into Audacity. If you've added plugins and you're not really sure now what you've added and what came with Audacity, then just remove Audacity and reinstall it and that'll restore it back to those core plugins that came with it. So that can help you with any kind of processes you're running. You have to realize that whenever Audacity starts it checks all of those plugins and runs some basic processes through them. So if one of those plugins is corrupt or outdated or in some way incompatible with your version of Audacity, then Audacity could crash when it gets around to processing that plugin or for many other reasons why, as it's going through its process, it might crash and you don't want that. So again, these 10 things, 10 and a half things, are... Use the latest versions, meaning the beta. Have the latest drivers for your hardware. Don't have many other programs running. Have plenty of RAM. Don't get impatient. Potentially reference waves instead of embedding. Don't move files. Never touch the data folder. Save often. Dial back your effects and check your plugins. Now, in the event that Audacity does crash, there is a tool you can use to try to recover your audio. Audacity 1.3 is much better at this than 1.2 because, well, for one, Audacity 1.3 doesn't crash as much, but Audacity 1.3 also includes an automatic crash recovery tool so that the next time you open up Audacity, it will ask you, do you want to recover this project? And you can choose to quit Audacity, do not recover, or recover the project. And so that's built in and it's automatic. Now, if it doesn't work, then you could look at some manual recovery options. I don't have time to get into this on this episode. I want this to be a short episode. I'm actually pre-recording this. I didn't say that in the beginning, but I'm pre-recording this episode as I'll be away 
on a trip. So look in the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 40. And I'll have a link there in addition to these 10 things, 10 and a half things. I'll have a link there for the page that explains the both the automatic crash recovery and how you can do some manual crash recovery and information there of doing that in Windows or OS 10. And I assume for Linux too, but uh, I can't promise that. It's probably there. And also go to the Audacity forums. Get to that from audacity.sourceforge.net. And you might find that someone else has had that problem and can tell you what they did to fix it. Or you might help report a bug that's in Audacity. So when Audacity crashes, don't just be the person who screams and cries like a baby that it's broken. But be the person who's going to help fix it and make things better and report that problem. Let the developers know about the problem. And when they fix it, thank them for it. But don't be that person who only is known for sharing the negative things or who only speaks up when something is broken. But give the encouragement, help them out, and don't just say, Audacity's broken. That's, oh, I, I've done some software support before, and that's about the worst thing I hear is when someone says, the website's broken. Okay, define website, define broken. What did you do? What did you expect to happen? So when you do this and you look for help, be specific and give details. Tell them what you were doing. Tell them information about your computer, what version you're running, and what you did, what you thought would happen, what happened, what uh, other consequences or things you noticed along the way. All of this stuff can help the people and me, if you send any of this to me, can help us know how to fix the problem or how to help you avoid the problem or recover from it. So those are my 10 and a half tips for how to keep Audacity from crashing. Like I've mentioned previously, I am now fully self-employed. Last time I mentioned it, I said I was going to be. Now I am fully self-employed and looking for work. So if, uh, well, you know, I'll give you the contact information first so you don't have to listen to the promo of myself. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions related to this topic or any topic about podcasting or Audacity, especially if you have some experience with preventing crashes in Audacity and can provide some more tips, I would love to hear those. You can email those either in written form or audio form. Email them to feedback at noodle.mx or you can call in to the listener voicemail line at 859 353 4332. And the link to this episode's show notes, uh, the links to the recovery tool and the show notes for this episode will be at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 40. Man, can you believe it's been 40 episodes? The Audacity to Podcast is, I think it's a year old or so. I'm pretty sure it's a year old. I had my one-year birthday and didn't realize it. I'll have to make some cake and a little candle, too. Okay, now the promo time. Like I said, I'm fully now fully self-employed, and in some ways it scares me of looking into the future 
and seeing nothing, not knowing where money is going to come from. But also it is an adventure and I'm looking forward to this. My wife is totally with me and you can help by well, one, obviously, you can hire me to do stuff for you. If you need a website designed, uh, I work with WordPress and Drupal. Uh, Drupal generally for much larger projects and professional business level projects, but also WordPress for the smaller, easier, uh, simpler projects. WordPress is still very powerful, and it totally depends on what you or what anyone needs for their website. I My focus is web design. But I'm also available to come speak at events or even speak at churches and Christian groups about uh, Christian matters and critical thinking, theology, and worldview. And if you need help with your podcast or especially setting up a website for a podcast or anything like that, I am available for consulting now, for podcast consulting and WordPress consulting. So if you're interested in any of that, then please email me at this address, and that is daniel at noodle.mx. That just filters it slightly different for me, so I see that a little bit more immediately and can try and answer it as soon as possible. So that's daniel at noodle.mx, or you can leave a message on the voicemail at 859-353-4332, and I'll try and call you back, and we can work out how much time it might take, and what the cost would be for the services that you need. But it would really help me out if you'd hire me. Now, if you can't hire me or don't want to, then maybe you could recommend me to someone else, or you could leave reviews for the podcast on different sites, link to me from different sites. All of this stuff can help grow the audience and help grow the network and people who might potentially need my services. If you know someone who needs a designer, please remember me, and uh, I hope that you would recommend them to me. In fact, uh, there might even be a referral fee that I would pay to you if you're able to refer someone to me who does use my services. So that would really help me out in that sense. And then also, if you just simply promote my podcast, I've got the Clean Comedy Podcast, the Christian Movie Reviews with Critical Thinking Podcast, which is recently resurrected. Uh, Episode 19 just posted recently, and it's about Green Lantern. Check it out at areyoujustwatching.com. And also, of course, there's this podcast, the Audacity to Podcast, all about how to podcast and how to use Audacity. So that's my promo, and I'm sticking to it. So if you can hire me to do anything or help out, That would, of course, be fantastic. I would love you for it. But make sure that you go to the website, theaudacitytopodcast.com, and get the show notes from that address and just add slash 40 to the end of it. And that way you can find all of this list of the different ways you can do. You can comment on the show notes, too, and say, you're totally off base here. Your theory is totally bogus. You can disprove my theory. I certainly open to criticism there and other ideas and theories and you can let me know what has worked well for you in preventing audacity from crashing and keeping your sanity as you work with audacity whether you're podcasting or recording music or audiobooks or anything like that again the show notes are at the audacity slash 19 Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast through iTunes or whatever method you prefer and subscribe to the blog at theaudacitytopodcast.com. 
Send questions, comments, anything to feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-4332. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. And thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx. Find more of our podcasts on clean comedy, critical thinking for Christians, on entertainment, and much more to come. That's the Noodle Mix Network at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a member of the Tech Podcast Network. Find more podcasts on tech in this incredible network covering just about every aspect of tech you could imagine at techpodcasts.com. That's techpodcasts.com.